I mean, everything's just getting quicker and quicker. We want we want things right away. But like what you said, it's just like really. I think I I said this earlier in our group too. Is like really enjoying the journey every step of the way, because if we're always, it goes back to a couple of weeks ago. We talked about being goal versus growth focused. If we're just focused on the goal, that is like that instant gratification. Once we get the goal, okay, it's done. What's next? But if you're in growth focus, that's really enjoying each day, taking each day a step at a time and being able to look back, which just this um, chapter kind of talks about the systems you put to look back and see how far you're progressing. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel a little bit stuck? then coaching may be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship that's totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life, want to start seeing results, reach out to Incredible for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to paulferrandi.com or at I am Incredible on all my socials. Click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the best version of yourself. Your professional development is one of the keys to your career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Welcome to the Incredible Podcast. And now, sharing his expertise, experience, and excellence with the world, here's your host, Paul Ferrandi. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Ferrandi, and welcome to the Incredible Podcast. This podcast is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to flash back to a mastermind I did last year on personal growth. Really good conversations, a lot of great insights. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. So law of design to maximize growth, develop strategies. Interested to see uh, what stuck out or what, what you took away from this chapter. Go ahead, Jenny. I loved it. It lends very well to my personality. I'm very analytical and structured. So a lot of the things that he mentioned that he does to kind of simplify his life by design with topics and thoughts. I'm like, oh, he does that too. That's cool. I mean, granted, I don't have an assistant. (laughs) Most of us don't. You know, my iPhone comes in handy a lot. But serious. Um, but it was it was good to see. And, and he actually gave me some other ideas I didn't even think about. Um, just as because we actually do some of the same things. I get excited about looking over the calendar from the previous year. Oh really? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I am not I together at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this chapter blew me away. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not, I need help. <laughs> yeah, so I think I said this in the, in the first couple of weeks. This chapter, the book, there'll be things where you feel like, hey, I do that really well. And all the other things you'll be like, that's a thing that you can do. So it's, yeah, it it's 15. There's the 15 laws. We're just thinking about 15 different strategies. No one does all of these really well. Yeah. Um, I think even John at some point said there's some of these he, he struggled with for a while. So don't feel like you have to do all of the 15. It's just trying to figure out which ones that you're um, not as good at and we're just get a little bit better. I yeah, see that being like life goals, you know, like things you can aspire to get to. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way I like it. 
Yeah. 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 And y'all, I was not on his level. He was on a whole no- I was I'm like on the kindergarten level of what he was on, but I can relate, but he was on a whole nother level. Like, level. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Still opened up as far as um, what we got from this chapter. You know, on page 109, when he talks about the system for him to wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> He is like really, you know, very structural. You know, I'm like, you know, now people get mad when you do that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of rude. I, I don't but. know what age or what year he did this, but it would not fly right now. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, yeah. I would be so upset if I was that person. <laughs> like you're just in line and then three men come and sit in front of you. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, and I was all like, he really has it together. Um, but yeah, I, I know so, at some point in my life, I need to do set up. I need to set up a system for myself and and uh, stay consistent with it because I'm not a consistent person, which is a bad thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's like what was it? I did law consistency was the fourth one, fourth or fifth one. It's all stuff that we're, we're working towards. So. Yeah. I liked how he said that the things we spend, we invest the most time are the things that we know will, you know, yield something substantial. Mm-hmm. Like those weren't his words, but, yeah. you know, if we don't feel we'll have any return on the time spent, we won't put forth that much effort or time. Um, like if we don't see any, anything coming about, you know, will quit easily. So I think the struggle is really staying consistent because I also struggle with consistency, staying consistent when you don't see the return right away and how long-term is actually for the better. You don't want a quick return. You want to have foundation and roots and because we're in the society or we have a mind frame where we want it right here and right now, Mm -hmm. but it's actually a good thing <laughs> that it's taking a while, that it's long kind of suffering, if you will, or, you know, that it's a process, a longer process. So just kind of looking at the process as a good thing was my takeaway. The long process is a good thing. Yeah. I really, I really like that. Just to shift the shift of mindset as you said it, like we're in this world of instant gratification where we're trying to get things quicker and quicker, where we had Amazon Prime when it was two days shipping. Now there's Amazon now. You can get in like a couple hours. What? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, thanks for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. I know. It's, it's, not, it's not everywhere, though. I know. I think they, they <laughs> Seattle gets everything first because that's their headquarters are. But uh, and they have like a one day shipping now. But I mean, everything's just getting quicker and quicker. We want we want things right away. But like what you said, it's just like really, I think I, I said this earlier in our group, too, is like really enjoying the journey every step of the way. Because if we're always, it goes back to a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the goal versus growth focus. Mm-hmm. If we're just focused on the goal, that is like that instant gratification. Once we get the goal, okay, it's done. What's next? But if you're in growth focus, that's really enjoying each day, 
taking each day a step at a time and being able to look back, which this, this um, chapter kind of talks about the systems you put to look back and see how far you're progressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think um, a lot of this goes back to the very first chapter too, about the law of intentionality and you know the reasons why we don't go forth with our plan. You know, we could sit here and come up with a, a system and a plan for in, improving whatever you're focusing on, but then what's that hurdle that you have to go over mm-hmm. um, to make it through? I like that. I think, yeah, that definitely goes through. It does definitely tie close together. I never thought about that before, Trisha. Like you would be intentional, but the system helps you with your intentionality. That's good. I definitely feel like this chapter is, I know all the chapters kind of tie in with each other, but yeah, like Trisha was saying, I think this chapter um, kind of shows how you take a little bit of the laws from each chapter and can apply this this system like um consistency um intentionality um and then enjoying the process literally all like everything we've talked about so far um what stuck out to me though is when he was talking about if you have all these systems in place and like don't use them basically i'm paraphrasing like what's the point and i'm like oh that's like me buying a planner every year and thinking I'm going to stick to it and then just not using it, which I did not do this year. I was very proud, but um, it just goes to show, I think what I took away from the chapter, to be honest, this chapter kind of, I'm with uh, you, Andrea. It kind of was like, man, my life is made me be like, man, my life is a mess, <laughs> but, but it just kind of, it, it kind of showed me the only limit that I put that is placed on me is the limit I put on myself that I am fully capable. Anybody is fully capable of doing what he is doing. Yes. He has a team and yes, he has like a lot more um, resources, but I mean, I could take one or two of his um, one of his one or two of his methods and apply it to my growth and would probably help me be a lot more organized have you enjoyed listening to the Incredible Paul podcast? Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some swag? Check out the Incredible Paul store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to IncrediblePaul.org, I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul.org, and click on the store link. Or go to link in my socials bio and click on the Incredible Paul shop. Looking forward to seeing your incredible look. Um, not only in my daily life, but in my thoughts as well. So that's what I got out of it. I, I at first, the first time I um, read the chapter, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is like, this is so much. He's like the perfect, the most perfect organizer <laughs> in the world. Like that can't be me. But um, the second time I went through, I was like, realistically, n- he's probably the only per- one of the only people in the world that does that. And I don't necessarily need to take every single thing that he says and apply it to my life. I can pick one or two, even when we were talking about earlier um, this semester, um, taking small bites out of the elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that's what I got. He probably has hundreds and hundreds of events every year that he speaks at, or he's a part of. So he has to make sure that his time 
is best right. utilized for what he needs it to be utilized for. And so that's why he has to analyze it to that extent. Maybe for our schedule, we don't have to do it that heavily. You know, uh, I'm taking an, another class right now. And actually the, the class this past week is talking about this same thing where, you know, you're talking about scheduling your time and you managing your time. And the way he looks, this guy looks at it is every week, you know, you make your list of things that you want to accomplish for that week. And then at the end of the week, you go back and look at what you've done or what you've accomplished. And you mm -hmm. label certain things as your big win for the week. Mm. What did you get done on your schedule that was something that was something that you've been looking to get accomplished for a while? You know, mm -hmm. if there's something that you've been doing and you say that it takes 30 minutes to do, but it actually took you four hours to do, mm -hmm. maybe the next time you do it, you need to schedule yourself more time to get it accomplished. And so he's looking at it on a week to week basis, as opposed to, you know, a month to month or a year to year basis. So, and, you know, I think for the average person that week to week basis is probably going to be a better analysis anyway. And, you know, I don't think, you know, spending, you know, seven days looking back to act the entire year for me would be beneficial. I don't think I would remember enough about what was going on at that time to even make it worthwhile. So uh, if I analyze it week to week, I think I would accomplish more things in a way, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think it, like this chapter, I like what you said, um, Jason, about just taking it to how you would use it. Because I said, John Maxwell is advanced to the max. That's, I think that he puts the max in Maxwell. That's, mm -hmm. that's for sure. Um, and that it is the type of work that he does. Like everything he does, his time is so asked for. And that he had to, I think in the book, he should said that he had to tell him assistant and team to um, schedule things for him because he wanted to say yes to everything. But he knew that some things are more impactful than others. And he had to be really careful with his time. Not to say that we don't need to be quite careful for our time. I think we can, but it's not to the degree as he does. And I think it's really picking certain things. I know at the back of the book, he had um, listed out different areas of your, of, of your life as far as having systems in place. So when you have a system and make sure you get things done. And I was going to share the quote because this goes along with what Shabriya uh, was saying um, in the book on 109. It says systems from, permit ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results predictably. So even if we feel like we're ordinary when we have a good system in place, because that's a lot of time, I feel like every time you hear a successful person speak, they just say, I did this over and over until it worked where I mastered my craft. And I think that's all the systems are. You know, my favorite quote was, and I can't remember who said this, but when he said the definition of unhappiness is not knowing or not having oh. a purpose or something but then working your hardest to achieve it mm. like you're just spinning your wheels yes burnout yeah now you're talking about i can't find it right now but i know what you're talking about because you want your system whatever it is to be accomplishing something you know you don't want to just be doing something to be doing something you know you want to have an end result in mind and you know that end result may be you know three months down the line or maybe six months or a year or two but as long as you know what that is and you're working to fine-tune your system 
week by week, month by month, it's, it's, that's where the progress comes from. You know, that's where you can analyze it and see where what's working and what's not working, you know, uh, you know, your, your, your system may not be just for that particular day or for that particular week. It may be more long-term. So. That's true. It really, it just depends on what you're trying to do, right, Jason? Right, exactly. Yeah, I liked him when he was talking about how he organized his ideas for his books. He would, you know, take a quote, you know, have it typed up, or then he would like put it into like a three-ring binder based off of subjects. And that was actually something that I took as a way I can organize my idea for my book that I'm going to try to write because I have a lot of different ideas that are just kind of out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to organize them, and so I. Th- thought this would be a good way of just writing things down and then as it gets more developed i can put them into categories by based off of uh, like a binder so mm-hmm. i thought that was a very good uh thing for me to, to take on so mm. that's good very good yeah that like his assistant <laughs> linda yeah <laughs> but she would have to know him very very well in order to be able to do what he would want i mean you know that's it's a, it also takes a lot of trust between them to you know for for her for him to do to get give her an idea or give her something and then her have her organize it for him you would have to have a lot of trust and and back and forth uh knowledge of each other to be able to do that so mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen by accident or by picking somebody by random so yeah that's true and I, I think all of his, um, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. no, go ahead. I think all of his systems that he described in the chapter, you know, they were really interesting and I could relate to some, but, you know, we're saying like, oh, he is like the perfect organizer. But in essence, he probably established these systems over the course of several years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it probably there were kinks in the implementation and you know they didn't just come out of the gate just seamless like that we're seeing the final product not the the middle product so yeah yeah that that is so true oh go ahead no that just reminds me of a quote from my other class that i've been taking it says don't compare your beginning with somebody else's middle so you know you where you're where you're starting at now he's already been perfecting this for years, like you're saying. And so and wrote the book and wrote the book book too. Yeah, exactly. So we can't expect to be there tomorrow by just because he wrote it in the book. I mean, we have to figure out how it's going to work for us. And so if we thinking that we're, you know, that he's perfect and we're not, how can we ever achieve it? Like you were saying, Jennifer, like this is something he's working on for years. And so, you know, the only thing we can do is, start to try to implement it ourselves and just, you know, be allowed to be, make a mistake or fail at it or, and then just keep on trying at it. So. Yeah, that's good. I really like that quote. I just, just run it down. Give it to your assistant. <laughs> yeah, I think we all feel like we need an assistant now, at least I do. All the stuff, you, there's no way I can do all that stuff without an assistant. I know it's not in this book, but I uh, I think he's been with his assistant for over 30 years, maybe 40 years. So they 
been together a long time. She probably knows him better than he knows himself sometimes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so no one feel bad that you can't find a Linda in your life because you probably just need 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really excited um, tonight because I felt like I made um, a really good step after reading this chapter. Um, but then uh, I started thinking, how consistent am I going to be once this class ends? Because this group has really uh, has helped me um, in connecting with, you know, some of the things that, you know, I want to do for my own personal growth. So three more weeks. <laughs> um, okay. But um, anyway, this week I had uh, an interesting conversation with somebody that I really didn't want to talk to, but I didn't want to be mean. Okay, so uh, so I called them, and um, and what seems to keep happening lately is that I keep connecting with people that are looking for um, looking for or needing answers that I'm not always sure I have, and it kind of came out of nowhere and really unexpected with this person who, you know, if you just look at her um, from the outside. You know, she's always on top of the world. She just looks like, you know, she's got all the answers herself. So um, I began thinking about it and, you know, I'm okay with not having the answers, but I'm not okay with leaving that situation feeling as though I haven't done anything to influence or enrich, enrich their thinking about what they're dealing with. So when thinking about that and following some of the examples this group provided me last week, I ordered um, John's book on becoming a person of influence, how to pos- positively, um, positively impact the lives of others. And so as I kept reading this chapter, what really resonated with me was how intentional <laughs> the author was, like everybody's been saying, about developing a strategic approach for your personal, personal growth. So my next step was to develop a habit of asking myself, the three questions he provided, every time you learn something new, where can I use it? When can I use it? And who needs to know this? Mm-hmm. So not only in the new book, but um, in this book as well. So um, my, my prayer is that I can just continue to be consistent without my um, Monday group of friends. <laughs> well, first off, that's an amazing step, Deborah. Uh, with all the stuff you have in this group and in your personal life, this extra step to start reading that book. And I was showing it because I'm actually reading that book too right now. So it's funny that you mentioned it. Um, oh, okay. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And I would say, um, don't, don't be afraid of, I want this to be a, a community, like even after we're done with this class, we can still reach out to each other. And I know we talked last week about, potentially doing either group coaching or um, accountability partners. Uh, I still need to follow up on that. I know there's some interest. Um, I personally won't be able to do it during this time just because of other conflicts, but definitely we can do group coaching after this class wraps up for, for whoever is interested. And I call it group coaching, but it'll probably just be the same format for everyone to keep doing it. Uh, but I think that's an, an awesome step that you've already made based on the stuff we've been doing. So congrats on that. 
All right, so I know Jasmine was here for a little bit. I don't know if um, anyone read her chat. So she's actually at work. So she just hopped on for a little bit, but she's at work. Um, but she said her favorite part was reflecting on every appointment on his calendar the previous year. So kind of like what we started off with, uh, what Jenny was saying, that he goes through, he spends that week reviewing all the stuff on his calendar. And it got me thinking that um, in order to even review it, you have to be intentional about capturing all this stuff that you're doing so uh, I don't know how many of us are that intentional about putting stuff on our calendars or are we just doing things that we I mean we, we can't actually look back we have to go off our memory so I know what he's doing it's it's from the day-to-day -day, the system that well he has an assistant that can help him with it but capturing the stuff that he's doing what he has speaking engagements all that stuff is on his calendar so it's not a huge thing for him to look back. It's all there. He just has to look at it. He's not relying off memory. Because that could, that could be something that as we're doing things or capturing stuff, if we just put it on a calendar, like, hey, I went to this conference this day, or I finished this book, or you're keeping track of what you're reading or learning. Um, I think that could be something that would be really helpful. And I also think that it's good that he does that because I, for one, I love my Google Calendar because it helps me not think so much. Yes. <laughs> so um, I love it. It's color-coded and everything. So um, I think in this day and age, everything is so easy, right? I, I might be on out, going out on a limb here, but because he's, you know, it, you know talked about being intentional and everything, I want to say maybe he goes about that whole system of reflecting on the calendar and the dates and, you know, just deciphering, like, could he spend the right amount of time here or there or whatever, that whole week of planning or whatever, maybe that's being intentional about really not leaving it to we can have systems in place that could make it easy for us, right? But I think he's trying to take the easy out of it. You know what I mean? To be more deliberate. Does that make sense, you guys? I think I know what you're saying. Not necessarily, maybe not <laughs> taking, not easy, but maybe making it simple. Yeah, because if when things are easy, like my Google Calendar, I forget about it because it's already done. So I'm not intentional about it because it's already done. Like, I don't have to like really think about, hmm, am I maximizing this time? Because yeah, the calendar says it's on there. Or, you know, I've delegated this. Like, I don't put thought into it. Whereas if I'm really taking the time to look and see, I usually do this around this time. This happens around, the, you know, I'm not, because it's already done. So I'm not kind of zeroing in on one thing per se. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, because things are so easy, it's, easier to kind of like Let's overlook it yeah overlook it I see what you're saying yeah yeah no, that, that's a good point because if it's if it's there you'd be like okay yeah I, def I have time for it it was on my calendar that's all good there's no reason to look back but I see what you're I see what you're saying yeah like being intentional about um just like if there's a goal we have 
you know, if it's so easy, which goes back to, you know, the process, if it's so easy, we, what are we pulling from it? If it can just be done right away, like, would you really, um, take something away from it? If the journey was like five seconds, you know, Mm -hmm. like, isn't like your grandmother's food better than McDonald's because she spent a whole day cooking it. You know what I mean? Just like Mm -hmm. the intention of things, Mm -hmm. you know, putting your, your heart into things opposed to here, it's done right now. No problem. Yeah. I like that. I like that uh, analogy to McDonald's and your grandma's cooking because it's like, I think it's how much effort and heart you put into it as well from what you're saying, as opposed to just, yeah, it's done or yeah, we did it. But it's like, what actually came out of it? Was it actually beneficial type of thing? Not just doing things for the sake of doing them. Yeah, I thought that whole Christmas Day review thing seemed really delayed. <laughs> you know, your year's over, and now you're you're looking. I don't know. No, it's a, it's a good point. Um, I think and I, I'm not going to put words into his mouth, but only because of the sequence of the chapters, because we talked about having reflection like daily and weekly. But then he's going even a step further, even with the reflection, have it, basically having a system for reflection. So he, he has a system that he does a yearly for a week, but he also does it daily and weekly as well. But yeah, if you waited, yeah, I get you what you're saying, Trish. If you waited until the end of the year to think about all the stuff you've done, it's, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I guess much of value I, yeah seemed interesting <laughs> but wasn't the point to look at what you did and um try to improve on it yeah for moving forward yeah moving forward yeah so i will hopefully not get too technical but when he was on 110 it talked about he used a quote from stephen covey which that's a, another good book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I can add that to the list. Um, but he said, we may be very busy. Uh, we may be very efficient, but we'll also be truly effective only when we begin with the end in mind. I know that's one of the habits, being good with the end in mind. So like when you're doing stuff, do you have a goal of far as what you're trying to accomplish? And so I think that's what he does with the reflection is that he's reflecting, did I actually accomplish the goal? Was it as efficient as possible? Can I do it better for the following year? And the the technical part I'll talk about is like on a continuous improvement side, as far as defining and measuring what happened the last year to figure out what you're going to do the following year. Using the the, like a demaic basically. I hope I didn't lose too many people when I said to Meg. (laughs) No. Well, I think the one um, (laughs) 
this whole book has kind of emphasized for me is how unintentional I have been about my personal growth. Um, it's just not something that I ever really thought about. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, and it's, and it's weird because, you know, I've done that in my business, being strategic and making plans. And, and I do make plans, you know, for my personal life, mm-hmm. but I didn't give it much thought. I mean, it's just what I do. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I just realized how very unintentional I've been about my own growth. No, I, you're definitely not the only one, Deborah. Before I read this book, this book opened up a lot of, there's so many layers to this book and it, there's just so many things that you, you don't think about or things you can do a little bit better that it's basically almost like the Bible for personal growth. It's just, there's so much stuff and layers. And I, I think he pulls from so many different areas and years in his life. Um, we're just seen in one book, but I'm sure this came from like 30 plus years of experience. The, um, the beginning of the chapter, uh, right where on chapter um, where it says chapter seven, when he uh, did a quote: "If you don't design your own life plan, chances are." you'll fall into someone else's plan and guess what they may have planned for you. Not much. Mm. And they hit, they hit home. Cause I, I have been, I'm always the type of person, never know where I'm going with this, but I, you know, uh, I won't get too deep into it, but I have always been the type of person that can plan somebody else's goals and they life and see their growth and not paying attention to mine. You know, so that that right there, it hit it hit hard. Yeah, right, right, right off the bat, right. Right, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I liked one thing about this chapter, and I'm still reading as we go. It's actually when he said he's planning his life. When he's planning his life, he multiplies everything by two. I'm extremely optimistic, just like he is, and I really like that tactic because it'll give you enough time for you to think about what you're doing. And also allow yourself enough time for you to execute on it. So that was my eye catcher for now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we always think things are going to go a lot, a lot quicker than they actually are. Right. Uh, sometimes I feel like I have to multiply by like three. <laughs> but then, <laughs> no, that, that's a good one. I'll wrap things up here. This episode was from a mastermind I did last year, and it was a really good group. We met for 10 weeks talking about the 15 valuable laws on growth. We only went over 10 of them, not the 15, because we only were able to do one per week, but it was really powerful. If you've never been part of a mastermind, definitely consider it. Whether it's one that I'm leading or with anyone else, it's a really good way to learn stuff very quickly. The whole idea behind it is that a group of people come together and become really one mind learning together. So don't shy away from it. I definitely will be doing some in the future and I'll let everyone know about it. But I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. Reach out to me for any other ideas you have or if you want to be on the podcast and just have an incredible day. Work to become the best version of you one day at a time and reach out to me and I can help. 
Thank you for listening to the Incredible Podcast with Paul Ferranbi. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. And be incredible. Incredible.